today's episode is so informative. It is with Jackie London, who is the nutrition director at Good Housekeeping Magazine. But not only that, she just came out with a book called Dressing on the Side and Other Diet Myths Debunked. It's 11 science-based ways to eat more, stress less, and feel great about your body. Pretty much sounds like the perfect book, right? Jackie schooled us, and I mean schooled us in this episode on everything relating to nutrition and weight loss and the effect media has on dieting. We talked about what wellness really means. We talked about diet myths and misconceptions. We talked about willpower and is that really a thing? We talked about so many, so many incredible topics. My favorite being is diet soda actually bad for you? Because if you know me or if, you follow, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know, aside from my wine, I love Diet Coke. And I know there is so much noise out there about how it's not good for you. Well, Jackie broke it down and explained it to me. And she's just, she's brilliant. This woman is brilliant. Anyway, I don't want to mention any of the other topics we covered because I just want you to start listening because it's so, so good and informative. It is a little longer than my typical episodes, but that's because I really didn't want to cut it down at all because all the information was so, so, so good. Um, So definitely listen to the whole thing. You are going to love it. You're going to fall in love with Jackie. She is just, just the best personality. She tells it like it is, no bullshit. And I'm just so excited to have her. So without further ado, here is Jackie London. Hi, Jackie. Welcome. Hi, Julie. I'm so excited you're here. So fun story. I mean, maybe it's not so fun, but Jackie and I know we, we go way, way back. And we, we probably, at 10 least, years? At least, yes. It has to be because I lived in New York maybe eight years ago. Yes. I, I moved from New York eight years ago and then moved back. So I know, crazy. How crazy. I know. So we have a mutual, very close friend. And um, anyway, that's how Jackie and I know each other. So Jackie's here. So excited. Let's start with your background, a little synopsis, your story, how you got here. So I am a registered dietitian, and I started, when I first graduated from college, I started as a beauty publicist. I didn't know this. one minute. Yes, Over, that's why. It was, well, it was about one minute. No, it was about a year, but still. <laughs> we right. Maybe we met the following Right. Um, and, and it was, and I had this feeling, it was bizarre but I had this moment on about a week before I graduated that was like I really want to be a dietitian I really want to study nutrition I don't know why I never did anything scientific in my background oh you didn't study that in college yes I was a dance and history double major Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I will say that a lot of the dance background brought me to probably thinking that way. Mm-hmm. And then I wound up, longer story short, we graduated into a recession, which was right. fun yep. for everyone. Yep. Um, but I did manage to get this job and then get into grad school and therefore leave this job without too many scars from, God. from the PR days. From the minute you were there. Yes. yes. Um, and then... And so I, so I went back to school. I had to do the post back and the master's mm-hmm. program from NYU, which right. included a whole lot of chemistry. Are, do you like chemistry? I really like it, but I never <laughs> knew that I liked it. Isn't that I funny? Never, I love it. Yeah. In it, high school, though, you weren't oh, like I into was terrible. Chem- I was a terrible. I I thought of myself as being incapable of doing anything in a scientific field. 
which is really a lesson for women everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Wow. I mean, that's the mouthful right there. Wow. But um, so yes, so I went, so went back to school, did um, I did the post bag, right. I did the master's program, I did my dietetic internship, which is essentially the residency for okay. dietitians through NYU at Mount Sinai here in New York. Got it. And I wound up getting hired by Mount Sinai, and I worked as a clinical dietitian specializing in traumatic brain injury oh and God. stroke rehab. Mm. Um, and it was really fantastic, and I loved every minute of it. Oh and and at, I wound up also counseling clients at night at a, in weight loss for a private practice in Midtown. So I would go to my clinical job during the day and oh then gosh. counsel clients at night. Um, but I loved it so much. But right. but when I so now I am the nutrition director for Good Housekeeping. Amazing. And I remember thinking somewhere along those lines too, wouldn't it be amazing if to be a dietitian for a magazine and be on staff? And I thought that that didn't exist. And then this opportunity oh my came God. to me. Oh, so you so you didn't grow, so obviously I was gonna ask you, did you grow yeah. up thinking you want to do this? No. No. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely no, not. I know, but it, it really wow. feels like synergy in the sense that it is what it is sort of what I thought I would be doing, but not if that right. makes sense. Like right. I didn't really think that it would be in a scientific field and that I would rely so heavily on data to do right. my daily. And you job. love it like you I love it. You love it. I love it. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, that's. Do you still dance, by the way? Like, I really don't. No, I really should. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. So, okay. Now, on top of all this, Jackie just came out with a book. Talk Ooh. about your book. Okay. So I have it right book. here, but it's a podcast, so we can't yes, show so it. Yes, we can't show it. It's true. <laughs> it's here. It's true. We can just pet it. We can right. pet it. It's right here. It's right here. Just gonna sit with it. Um, so my book is called mm-hmm. "Dressing on the Side and Other Diet Myths Debunked: Eleven Science-Based Ways to Eat More, Stress Less, and Feel Great About Your Body." Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. <laughs> um, and I, I, what I really, what I really tried to do, and it's the, it, it, it is the case with. Each chapter is dedicated to one of the top kind of, I want to call them problems, but a lot of them are really more like statements or Mm -hmm. perceptions Mm -hmm. of how we feel about claiming our health. Right. So, for example, I have no willpower is right. the name of chapter I've said two. it a million times. Right, right. right. <laughs> or yes. the other myth that is really common is I don't, I don't have time or money for wellness. Right. Or I am so anxious when I go to the grocery store yep. because there's so many claims everywhere. And you've heard people say and these I exact things. And I have heard things. all of them. And, and, especially, and especially counseling here in New York, mm-hmm. and this was really important to me with this book, is that towards the end of the book is I really focus on how lifestyle post-work drinks, mm-hmm. entertaining clients, mm-hmm. going to lunch with coworkers, um, traveling for business, mm-hmm. how this impacts the way that we eat. So if I had to summarize all of this, yeah. it would really be a lifestyle-based approach to making better choices that work for you and that over time become habits. And there, it's, so it's not a diet book. It's no. nothing like that. No. The, right. No. So it's a lifestyle yeah. approach. I love exactly. that. Exactly. But it will, but if your goal is to lose weight, you can 1000% do that right. through reading this book. So let's talk about that. There's one thing we were talking about before, and in an email, um, Jackie said, no one ever got fat. No one ever became obese from putting a little dressing on their salad. I mean, literally, the book's called right. Dressing on the Side. So, Correct. so 
all of these kind of these myths and these um, misconceptions about eating healthy and wellness. I mean, the wellness arena is just blowing. I mean, every other day something's coming out. It's overwhelming. Yeah. How do like where is this coming from then? Right. Like yes. So I it is my it's my take that wellness is 2019 for <laughs> diet. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like the rebranded. You have to be something that you're not <laughs> right. right now in order to be socially acceptable, cool, right. uh, accepted, right. um, feel good about yourself. Right. You have to ascend. Mm -hmm. What I think is really alienating about wellness and really scary at the same yeah. time is that diets, like the entire diet industry, is kind of predicated on the idea that you're going to fail. 95% of diets right. fail, and they fail because right. because you're essentially set up to restrict until <laughs> right. you can't restrict anymore because no one can, yep. and then you go back to your other way of eating, and depending on which type of manipulation mm -hmm. you've done with your diet or what you've done, you may be hungrier than you were before you even started. So you may be naturally right. feeling the kind of bounce back effects of, of having dieted to begin with. Right. So... Wellness is a little bit scarier in the sense that there is no guarantee of one specific thing right. that you're going to get out of it, which makes it something that consumers yep. can just spend money on all the time. All the time. And <laughs> with, with this idea that you're going to do something better or get better at something, but not right. really ever clarifying what that is for yourself or really knowing how that looks to you in your everyday life. Right, right. It also kind of does the same thing that diet culture does, which is to guarantee that you have to do something extremely difficult mm -hmm. beyond your means mm -hmm. or something that just makes you feel like you have no control yep. in order to actually claim your own personal health. And that's just so and, not well. And then when you thing. do fail, not yes. if, but which, well. Right. <laughs> but diets, are meant, right. my, diets aren't meant to be on forever. So you're going to either fail right. or something's going to happen. So Exactly. So it, but then you go on the next diet. Right. So, and then the next one. And right. so it's a never ending right. cycle right. Of, right. of of life. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. so what is your thought? Okay, so you kind of explain what your thought is on diets. So wh what can someone do then to lose weight? Like what right. what is the best approach? Right. Read your well, book. First but... read my book. <laughs> Dressing on the side. <laughs> right, right. Um, okay, so so the one thing that I really tackle head on, so the first half of the book, first of all, is really dedicated to clarifying lots of the kind of big picture umbrella myths that really trip us up right. when it comes to weight loss and why they are actually myths and go into a little bit more of the nuance and, and you know, some, because some people really love that kind of like detail and the all yeah, of that juice yeah. and then, you know, other, for others, it's more about mm -hmm. like, okay, good. I'm so glad I can cross that off my list. That's BS. Great. I'm done. Right. Right. And then the second half of the book is really applying those strategies to where you are when you eat, because that's number one, like, uh, above all else, you have to think about your schedule and use mm -hmm. your schedule to inform your strategy for how you're going to eat wherever you are right. and how you're going to essentially take care of yourself right. wherever you are. So it's it's less making the food changes to adapt. You're not you're not looking for a diet to change the way that you live your life. Right. You're going to live your life 
and you're going to make choices within the lifestyle that you want and that you like and that you enjoy and that you are fulfilled from and you're going to eat to fuel that and to also enjoy meals for what they are which is experiences with family and friends and that's that's what they're about that's what it is at the end of the day so you're so you're you help on um this book helps and you in general you promote um working around your schedule not changing your schedule and your lifestyle totally to lose the weight totally that it can be done no matter who you are where you are or what it does not matter it can be done it can be done yes i mean because that's the thing there's so many things out there and i am i'm the the word a culprit like i've i've done weight watchers Mm -hmm. i've I've done all and not all the things actually but i've i know people that have done all All the things and in each thing works yes but then it doesn't Right. So, and it's, but it's crazy. I mean, it's marketing. I mean, it's obviously right. these adver- advertisements that are getting to us and like, you can look like this in yeah. 12, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But so really the approach is, so if you could give like one, two, three things that are your, like your top three pointers, if you want to lose weight, what would you say? Okay. So especially for women, mm-hmm. I would imagine there's mostly ladies. Would you say? Would you say there's mostly ladies? Mostly? Definitely. Like I know my Instagram <laughs> is about... 80-20. So, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. We talk, first of all, we talk Pareto principle. We talk 80-20 in the beginning of the book. So there you go. Know. There you go. Okay. So if I were to give the top three things, and these are really, I'm, I call these, um, I, I basically debunk, one of the big myths yeah. debunked in here is that willpower is not a thing as it relates to your diet. Tell me, because I say this a lot. I, I will definitely. <laughs> I say I don't have willpower. Willpower is not mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to food and certainly not very especially for women because we are taught from an early age and and by family members Mm -hmm. by friends by the people that we spend our time with from media traditional media to just the everyday nuances marketing everywhere that we have to restrict 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 and it sounds different Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's like i'm not having seconds or tonight i'm not having dessert right I don't want to, I'm saving up calories so that I can glow yep. it later, yep. right? Yep. Or I'm not going to eat too much today because I'm going drinking, right? Yep. Oh, so, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a big a, one. Right, yeah. that's a big one. So, so for me, it was really important to, first of all, clarify that this has been taught to us and it's totally normal mm-hmm. and everyone feels this everyone. way. Yeah. And, and what I would say to do right now that mm. everyone can start doing right now is that, first of all, we I know for a fact, <laughs> I for a fact, this is science, right? She knows. I know for a fact. Most people are not eating breakfast, and if they are eating breakfast, it's not enough. And I am yeah, certain that's, that I even know that's a fact. Are, totally. I mean, even I could eat more at breakfast. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, if you want to lose weight, the first way to start is to have a better, more, more actually complete, nutritionally complete breakfast that includes protein, fiber, and healthy fat. So... Intermittent fasting is not a thing. I'm not keen on intermittent okay. fasting. <laughs> so most of the science, honestly, most of the science yeah. on fasting has been done on lab rats. So there's right. that. Okay. Right. And just the whole idea of fasting right. doesn't... Right. Yeah. It also doesn't vibe well with most lifestyles, which really require your brain to have some some fuel. <laughs> well, and and not to, like, cut you off yeah. and change, but, like, intermittent fasting, what I don't seen is I know the, the benefits are, like, it resets your something or other metabol. I don't know. Yeah. But... No. No. <laughs> okay. So for context, um, it there may be benefits, and this is the really specific and really unique thing about mm. nutrition science, is that there are benefits seen 
for certain people in specific life stages and with specific genetic makeup. So just right. as something may work for one person, right. it may not work for everybody else. That's why diets don't right. work. That's I mean, they work maybe for one person right. or a few exactly. people. Right, right, right. Because if you're somebody no. who has never enjoyed bread and you decide to, you're like Atkins, that's for me, that's a lifestyle right. for me, then that's great because right. then you've found something that really works for you because that's just your personal that's taste. That's exactly. It, the same can really be true of mm-hmm. the way that diets work, which right. is that if you're some genetic, some microbiome of, of that's that would be the um, bacteria that makes up Yeah, because I'm not science yet. I don't right. know what that means. Right. So, <laughs> this is, so basically, so first of all, let's just start with the basics. Rats, lab rats, have totally different GI tracts than human beings. Well, that would make sense because they're rats, <laughs> right? rats. Yeah. So... So using just that alone, it's really hard to make any really specific claims about weight loss or about health outcomes as they relate to animal studies. (laughs) Right. Right. Animal studies. But then there's one article from one study that then trickles. That is exactly it. So like there have been about one to two, maybe three solid studies about intermittent fasting and its benefits. But the problem is like, let's say you do intermittent fasting for a year. Mm -hmm. Like let's say you could Mm -hmm. sustain that for a year. What happens after that year, right. right? So if you can't do it for the rest of your life, right, then it's not for you because right. it's a good ultimately, point. It's... like, you know, things change. You may yeah. move. You may move states. You may move right. to a different country. Right. Right. And if you move to a different country, let's say you live in New York and you are loving your life on a ketogenic diet right. and you're eating only butter, let's say, <laughs> for example, <laughs> my thoughts on keto, yes. Um, let's just say that it was that, right? Mm-hmm. But then you decide that you're going to go to culinary school in Italy and you're going to be testing pasta recipes. Right. This isn't going to work for it's you. It's not going to work, so, like, right. You have to have the skills to be able yeah. to maneuver and pivot in any and scenario. Exactly. So, okay. So breakfast, number yes. one. Oh, well, so, so that's really true. Like breakfast. that is, yes. So are we talking like I have to do eggs, toast, avocado? Doesn't have to be hard. Okay. So that's so actually, and I talk about this in the book because this is my personal favorite thing. Yeah. And I have seen this work so well for lots of clients mm-hmm. and modified, you know, based on their personal needs, whether it's weight loss or right. it's management of diabetes or or whatever, um, is to break up breakfast. Breakfast oh. doesn't have to look like one meal. Breakfast really? can be in two parts. But is it yeah. still considered your your breakfast? Yeah. Like- this is your morning meal. This is what's fueling you. So if you were to think of breakfast, and I like to think of of this meal for, this is especially true of people really like around our age who may or may not have kids, who may or may not have lots of other things going on in the morning. Like mornings are a crazy time. Yeah. So expecting to sit down and make breakfast is just not going to happen. Yeah, and I don't don't want it. Who wants to? No. Yeah, no. I'm half asleep right. Who wants to? No, no. It's more about organizing breakfast. That's how, oh. that's how I approach this, which is more like, what can you keep on hand that can make it filled with fiber, protein, and Got fat? it, got so it. So it doesn't have to look like you're getting out the saute pan to make the eggs. Got and, it. You know, and do all the things. doing the dicing of the avocado. It's too you don't much. Have to, it's way okay. too much. So that can look like a squeeze pack of nut butter, let's say, and oh. a... Um, 
and a latte as your as the first part of your breakfast in two parts. And I, I say latte that. because right. That's yeah, good, right? And I don't have to do anything. So it's right, exactly. So you've got like a tablespoon of nut butter. You've got a, and I like to say like make a latte really work for you because yeah. you want to have the sustaining protein that comes along got with it. having a latte. Okay. So a 16 ounce latte is going to give you at least 12 grams of protein. So there's right there. your protein, and then you had yeah. your the. So then you've got, and you're getting a little bit of good carbs from the from the milk. Right. So you've also got caffeine in there. Got exactly <laughs> and important. Also got <laughs> and then you'll have the good for you fat. You'll have the protein and you'll have more fiber from that nut butter. Let's, I mean, and I, by the way, I say that not out of any type of hack. I say that as a pure time restriction. No, that's literally. limitation that a lot of people have, which is like, I can't eat breakfast because I have to be able to eat with one hand. Yes. Like, I like bars. Yes. Certain bars. Exactly. And bars bars can be great So as long as you're getting, so breakfast doesn't have to be annoying. Exactly. Okay. Breakfast doesn't have to be annoying. It usually has to be bigger than it is right now. Mm-hmm. And there are ways to kind of prep ahead that I cover a lot. Is in this all in the book? It's okay. All in the book. But because <laughs> I, I haven't been able to sure, finish, like, I like I let's haven't. Say, had... Like a good example would be, let's say you're walking out and you get a. Maybe it's a twenty. Maybe it's a twenty ounce latte. Okay. Go crazy. Go crazy. Go wild. <laughs> Go wild. <laughs> get Just that big latte. So let's say it's a it's a low fat or it's a skim or it's a soy latte, whatever it is. Yep. Just as long as it's unsweetened and I'm okay. Unsweetened. And okay. I go into a lot of the science on sugar substitutes. I'm totally fine with that too. Right. If you want to add it from from uh, stevia or whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Go okay. for it. But just as long as it's not a pre-sweetened beverage Got it. Any kind, like a vanilla good. something or right. other. Right. So as long as it's sugar-free vanilla, you're good. Got it. Okay. So let's say you get that. So you're starting out on a good at least fuel right. of about 150 calories right. max, let's right. say. Okay. I mean, it can go up. It can mm-hmm. go up from there, but it, it usually doesn't go up without some frills. Mm-hmm. So so you've got that going. Then let's say you've packed a bar with you, any type of bar that's around the 200 calorie mark. And right. I say at least a, like a minimum of four grams protein and fiber. Right. And then you can... And then you can kind of build and adjust from there depending on what your day looks like. Right. So as long as you've got something in there in the morning, your your kind of breakfast, your part two breakfast you, can be something you've got at the office. I, right. It can be, and depending on how big that morning meal was, whether it's the latte well, you might not be hungry. sandwich. Right. You may not be hungry, but I would encourage you to sometimes think about it. And, and this is another thing mm-hmm. I talk a lot about in the book is um, – when you feel full but not satisfied necessarily. Right. So so there's a big difference, but we tend to restrict enough or not eat enough throughout the course of the day to right. wind up feeling this syndrome. I call it FNSS, full not satisfied syndrome. Ooh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like so it. we wind up feeling that kind of like, oh, my God, like I just want to eat while I'm watching right. Netflix right. or yes, whatever. Yes, 100%. Right. But a lot of it is not about the willpower and it's not about the habit. A right. lot of it is about biology. If you restrict all day and you're not eating enough throughout the day, you kind of feel like you're, you've got a bottomless pit of a stomach. 100%. Right? Right. So it's really about fueling throughout the day and using – that's why I say using your schedule to like right. make the strategy for you so that you can – Like don't change your schedule. Right. You can change your schedule and you shouldn't have to, mm-hmm. not for whatever else you would want to eat throughout the day. But if you're going to have, let's say – Let's say you've got something at the office. Maybe it is a Greek yogurt or a, I don't know. I'm really into cottage cheese right yeah, now, which okay. I feel like makes me sound a little bit like I'm 95. Right. 
But <laughs> yeah, I hate cottage cheese. I know, if we're being real, but, but I wish I, I liked it. I know it's good know, for you. It really, it's really high in sodium. It's really not the best. Okay, <laughs> I mean, not so good. Maybe it's good it's or not the into best it. Best choice only because of the sodium, not because mm-hmm. I mean it's a great food, but like. It, it's an odd one for someone my age to feel like they love it so much. I'm like, this is maybe maybe we just need to maybe just you're gonna make the cottage, cottage cheese. cheese. Well, I was gonna say maybe it's gonna have a moment like kale, Brussels sprouts, like it cottage could, cheese could, could be could, the thing. It could be starting right now. We you you heard it here it. first. <laughs> so so then so but the key is to to build. So breakfast is the key. I mean, yes. breakfast sounds like well, it's it number starts one. with breakfast and then it goes and then I go into the idea that you're never skipping a meal or a snack. So after breakfast, you're eating every three to four hours. Even if you're not hungry. So on the scale, on the full not satisfied yeah. scale, I I want you to eat or to have a snack when you're around a around a three or four. So when okay. I say three or four, that really means like I am not starving yet. Okay. But it it But I, I could eat. eat. Okay. Got right. it. Right. Got it. And when you stop is really around the six or seven, maybe less six more like seven kind of number where you're like I am satisfied maybe it's a six maybe it's a seven maybe it's even sometimes a five but like really you're satisfied you're never at a polar end of either spectrum just because and that's not because you're thinking so much about it it's because you just naturally aren't when you tend to eat more frequently right that's usually what happens because when you're at that six or seven or maybe it's more six you could still eat, but you don't need to. like right. You, you're satisfied like if it's mindlessly eating at that point. Right, you, right. It's more like okay, I am I'm satisfied enough that my order is good, and that I don't need anything else now after I had this X. Got it. Got it. Lunch, got it. Right. So okay. So in terms of willpower, because that for me personally, we're just gonna I'm gonna be selfish here and talk about me. No, yeah. I say like. I don't have the willpower. Like I'll be sitting down um, watching TV or something, right. or and I just want to pick at something. You're saying it's it's not. It's more that I wasn't satisfied for my earlier. Yes, n- and it's not eating. to devalue the fact that that like for a lot of people, and this is totally this is 100% something that requires validation, right. which is that like that is totally true for some people. If if a bowl of tort- tortilla chips <laughs> were to be in front of you, I'm like, how do you react? Yeah. That's it. Tortilla. Well, it's fine. Whatever tortilla works. Chips. We're drinking wine. It might yes, get gotten great. to us already. And it's wonderful. Um, but if you've got like a bowl of chips in front of you, there's definitely something to that. That's not to say that right. like you should just, you know, have all the food around you 100% of the time if you personally feel like that's not got something it. that you can do, uh, you know, without feeling a little bit of anxiety. But where do you start with that? Because right. the thing is that you will... I really, I really feel strongly that by the end of this book, or and by practicing all of the tools that right. are in there, you will get to the point where you can have that stuff around and not feel See, like you want to eat it. That's amazing, right? Right. But but a lot of it. So so there is, but but to to kind of like kick it off, mm-hmm. there is something to be said for if that feels uncomfortable to you. Right. Then don't do it. The, or, and then, don't have don't, don't have, have the them. chips and the right. don't even start. Exactly. So there is this idea that that you know i hear a lot this trope that's like restriction the only thing that the only thing to restrict is restriction and i subscribe okay. to that however my cat my only caveat is that restriction doesn't have to mean restriction period it can mean right. that you restrict the time and the place so like huh maybe you're not a person that can have chips at home but you can have chips when you get them 
in a bag and eat them at the office. Right. Or maybe you're somebody that wouldn't keep popcorn in your house, but you like to have popcorn when you go to the movies. Right, right. right. So, like, it's more just thinking about time and place right. rather than thinking about foods or nutrients that you can't have it's, or, or right. have to eat or don't have to eat. Right. Um, that So it's not restricting yourself when you go to the movies or when you right. go to that party that has right. chips and dips and all right. the things. Right. So you're saying eat it, eat a yeah. but be mindful of it. I'm saying that when you get in the habit of both having a bigger breakfast mm-hmm. and eating regularly, and then the other thing that I would say, like right now, weight loss is that most of us are subclinically dehydrated. So oh, I'm sure lot- I am. <laughs> Hundred million percent, I am. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, of, I honestly can't drink enough water with no. the heat that is blasting all the time from no. everywhere at the office. I'm at sweating home. in here. Exactly. <laughs> right, I know. Right. So, so. Operate under the idea that it's kind of, this has become its own trope too, which is like, if you're thirsty, it's too late. But this is true. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this gets a lot of play and research in the same way that breakfast gets like over talked about. Like, but it's you don't need be- breakfast. But it's not, a, it's not necessarily about the clinical trials that show us X. Right. This is about what you, what typically like how we live our lives in the real world is more that we lose sweat lots of places we lose fluid lots of places right. we sweat when we sleep we might have sweat more than usual I drip when we sweat sleep. when I sleep totally totally yeah. same yeah. yeah and like we might be like when it's really dry air we may have higher right. fluid needs when you have a fever you have higher fluid needs when you are healing from a wound or a surgery of any kind you have higher fluid needs these things are not shared with you. Right. This is so, I'm learning so life, much right, right? now. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so it's so, almost, that, but being dehydrated, like basically you should just constantly be dehydrating totally. yourself. To- constantly, I would want you to have a beverage on your person wherever you go. All day. All day. So just so that right. even if you're not, you don't have to guzzle the whole thing. I mean, I right. don't want you to hurt yourself. Right. Because I've had her, <laughs> right. like you exactly. can drink too much. But. So it's possible to drink too much, but most of us are not as conscious of it as we think. Or we think we're doing so Definitely. well with it for like a couple of days. But and then it's no. really like, and it's not just about water. It's also about, it, it can be like, I'm a big fan of a diet soda a day. I am I was also about to a ask big, you about yes. that as your next yes. question. So. Yeah, and I really, like, I got deep into this science for the sake of this book because I was like, I know okay, that we need to talk are about really this. polarized about this Okay, topic. so yeah. we're going to this right now because this is my, yes, my okay. this is my, um, the bread and butter. My, this is everything. So, but key to, like, yes. right now, lose weight, breakfast and hydration. Breakfast, breakfast, no skipping meals, no sk- eating every three to four hours, something, a combination of protein and fiber. I'd want you to eat at least four grams of each. Okay. Every time you're picking up a snack, that's a satisfying snack. Okay. And, um, and staying hydrated. And then also, and then the last kind of takeaway yeah. would be using your own personal accountability tools to do all of that. So if that means that you have to set a calendar, like if you have to send yourself a calendar invite or if you have to set yeah. an alarm on your phone yeah. to be able to remind yourself that now is the time for lunch. Right. Or being able to like, like do it. Seamless. Like, exactly. Yeah. Seamless, mm-hmm. for example. Like if you know what you're going to eat for lunch, Seamless saves those orders they for do. you. They do. I've been yeah. noticing. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just re- – I mean, there's, it's easy. there's it's... these are the tools that are just available to you in your midst that, that – are ready and waiting for you to use them for the positive rather than using them as, you know, whatever, I'm getting cheese fries kind of thing. 
Because it's literally, you can literally right. reorder right by there. clicking. Right. Uh, it takes no time. Exactly. So what about food logs, by the way, before we transition? So I, do you recommend yes. writing down? So I recommend it, and I also, and I both recommend it in the book, and I also roll my eyes at it at the same time, which, <laughs> which you will find. I was yeah. like, I am writing this. Right, right. literally rolling my eyes. <laughs> so I think that they can be really useful for the sake of, like, I have known so many clients that, that simply started losing weight just by logging things no, on their phone. No, I get that. Or taking pictures. Here's where here's where it really works. If you are like the person that goes to happy hour and you're like, I, I sat down and there were cocktail peanuts here and now they're gone, and you it, and you don't and even you realize up, you wound up eating those cocktail peanuts. Right. They didn't just disappear. No, you hoovered those. <laughs> so like there are like, moments where we don't realize that we're taking in more than we thought. Okay, we that's where a food log is really, or or pictures like a photo food yeah, log. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There are plenty of apps that do this, but it's totally. also just something that you can just start doing on your like, phone. Here or... was my lunch. This is what I had as a snack. Things that kind of put you in the moment. the The real reason why food logs work so well is because in the moment you're usually the and the way that they were developed is to have you write it down as you go. So as you're eating, you're right. writing it down. Most of us aren't doing it that way. Right. But so right. If, if it's something that would help you to do, then there's plenty of ways to do that on your phone or to physically write it down, which is great too, because the act of physically writing something down also is sort of like keeping a promise to yourself. Yes. Which is yes. a great tool. Also accountability. Totally. So it's 100% accountability okay. to yourself. Yes. It doesn't have to be to somebody else. It doesn't have to be just or for yourself. Else. Because exactly. I when I wrote food logs, like at one point when I was writing, them I would remember I mean maybe I was a little, little crazy but I like wouldn't eat that one yes. bite of something because I didn't want to deal with right. writing it down like or I didn't exactly. want to <laughs> exactly which can work but I but what I really encourage about the writing it down is is that I kind of one thing I always used to do when I was in private practice is yeah. to ask you a where are you on that satiety scale like right. are you were you at a seven and or an eight when you sat down to a burger right and it's like something that we should address in a different way or are you at a one Got it. that's also a problem right like you kind of right it's really about where you're coming from before you take a bite of what's next right so that's really important but it's also i would always ask where are you? Are you at the office? Are you right. sitting on your couch? Are you at the movies? Because your mm -hmm. situation kind of determines how just, you eat. Right. Every scenario now includes food. It does. I mean, it yeah. really does. It's a social food thing. Food or drink. Right. Food or drink. Exactly. It's always, so do you want to get drinks? You're going to be doing yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. So, so you really need to think about the situation first rather than the food first. Interesting. Yes. I love that. I love that. Okay. So now we're going to talk about, because I'm addicted to Diet Coke. Oh, fully yeah. addicted, addicted, Love it. and um, I could do it all day, every day. Yeah. What are because I my, okay, my my own primary care doctor. I have asked her. She said you can have diet coke. Yes. She literally told me I could have I diet coke. My I doctor. Agree more. So okay, yes. so talk about diet okay. soda. Okay, <laughs> so there so there are so many studies. There are a lot of studies on this. And a lot. There are so many. <laughs> I'm pouring and more wine as we talk about it. I love I'm that. Nervous. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many different. Um, there are so many different approaches to how this has been studied. There's right. clinical trials. There, there are not clinical trials, sorry. Right. There are no clinical trials because the idea of overloading human beings right. with something that has... I'm pouring Jackie way, oh, more wine, by the way. So, this is a delight. I'm, <laughs> we're going to finish both bottles. So just I'm like, what, right, it's like we haven't even gotten into the, the, the science yet and, yet, and yet already we're like, okay, well, if diet soda has been a full bottle of wine, it's good. It's fine. So wait, there are um, no clinical trials on this? 
not in humans. Not on diet soda in humans. There, there are there are clinical trials in humans on um, on spe- in specific scenarios and in doses that we already know are safe for consumption. So like, so the FDA dictates right. what is called GRAS, which is generally recognized as safe. Mm-hmm. So we have that for basically anything and everything in, okay. that you could possibly eat right in the world. anything that's FDA approved exactly or, uh, that has okay exactly any food on the market. So like the nutrients right. in there have to be approved first. In order for them to be approved, they go through so much rigorous research, both in a test tube in an animal, and then and when they can and when they when it's deemed to be safe enough in humans, that before it gets released on the market, there is a lot of rigor that goes into that. It's not to say that everyone messes up sometimes. Right, so if right. you remember Olestra from, <laughs> from oh, yeah. the 90s, that right. was like a real miss. In terms but that's of like, like the one, GI tract. and that usually right. doesn't exactly. happen. <laughs> in terms of causing, like directly causing cancer or directly causing disease of, of a specific type, we go back to the idea that first of all, it's always going to be hyper individualized. So I can't right. ever guarantee that for someone. Of course. But just like your doctor, and I and I go actually, I, I make a real example of this in in the book, which is that if you you would have to drink twenty two gram twenty two cans of diet soda in a day in order to meet what's generally recognized as safe by the FDA. So in order to meet the limit. So, okay, so, so one to, to two a day is twelve ounce cans. So one to two a day, you're good. See, th- and this is the thing. I'm I'm obsessed with right. Diet Coke, and so I will have friends and my own husband. Hi, Matthew, who send me articles <laughs> right about how Diet articles. Coke is not safe. Right, and it's from a mouse for sure. So I, I mean, right, because I see those all the time, and they're always showing up. In my and the box. one where you can like put a penny in the yeah. Diet Coke and the and the thing. Yeah, I mean, I, exactly. And then I recently, I recently saw one. Actually, it's not that recent. It was maybe two years ago. It was a 2016 study that was done. That was an epidemiological study. So it was like a, looking at populations. Yeah. And it looked at you know that you would have a higher risk of stroke. And I remember this making headlines. And yeah, and this was. But there were flaws in the study. There were there was also the fact that you have to think about what else could be going on in someone's life that causes them to right. to a drink diet soda period because sometimes some people when you look at a full population right. or like a country or a specific cohort or like you know the Danish or the French or right. the Spanish when you're looking at a group of people what else could be going on that that leads you to diet soda to begin with part of it if, if it's really high consumption, so they were looking at a dose response, so okay. they were looking at the more you drink, the worse it is. But often, some people who, it's like a chicken or egg. Right, if you're, right. If you are obese and you are drinking lots of diet soda right. in order to cut back on calories because you're not overall, even, right, right, yeah. then, then you wind up, you know, you, it's the very separate, hard but to say. There are other so things can, involved. Exactly. In, you might already have heart conditions. You might right. already... Or you may have conditions that are pre-existing that were unknown to you. Right. Or you may have DNA that may just not really react it well just, it, to it, diet it's soda. T- so, it is so but for, specific. But for, but for articles, for media to put out there and for people to send me, stop sending me them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> articles that say, like, you're going to die. I mean, I literally right. also read an article that this woman lived to 106 maybe. And someone right. asked, what was your, what was, how did you live this long? Oh, I had, like, three Diet Cokes a day. I'm like, totally. fuck you. Right. I <laughs> Yeah, you're like sending this around. It's a mass email. You tweet it. So, you're like, I'm just I mean, wear this on so, my head. 
So it's bottom line, fine. it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. But it's also like if we just put it into context this way, the amount of research that there is on diet soda, in terms of how allegedly bad it is, and you think about the quantity for a second, right? right? So that you could be having two to three, you could be having four. Uh, you know, you just can't be having twenty-two who, every I mean, no single day. No one's having twenty-two. Exactly. I, could, exactly. I don't even do anything so that. Think much. about that for uh. one second, and then on the other hand, think about the fact that both population studies and clinical trials have looked at sugary beverage intake, and that is a sugary sugar-containing beverage of any kind. So that is whether it's your one hundred percent juice. From t- Got to your, you know, added sugar right. cola, it sugar-containing beverages <laughs> are linked to chronic disease. Right. They are they do not cause chronic disease in isolation. Nothing does. Nothing right. really in isolation okay. that is a food of any kind is going to okay. cause disease. Period. So that's one thing. But but more the higher the intake of sugary beverages, the higher your risk of chronic disease and obesity. So. So there's all but so everything you do, being, of course, <laughs> of course. But the bottom line, kind of, kind of being that the dose makes the poison ultimately. Right. So if you do anything in excess, whether it's sure. eating broccoli to eating candy canes, you're gonna get you're, s- right. There, right. there is a downside to that. So right. you just kind of want to think about like I'm gonna have you know if you're already having four. Diet sodas a day, maybe right. you could make it three. If you're having right. 12, maybe you could make it 10. So it really right, depends on where right. you're coming from, right. where you're at, and what it, you but can swap. But but the added sugar in beverage form, it's first of all the number one source of added sugar in the American diet. So like we already know that we're drinking too much sugar. Okay, right. That's why I say like comparatively, mm. go with the diet beverage. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's where you so will at least So when know. you see – well, and that's the thing though. that Like that's what – like, you see all these articles, and like yeah. we were talking about, I think it was before we were on air. Um, on air. It's a radio, it's a radio station. Um, before we, in. Yeah. <laughs> before we were on air, um, we were talking about how these articles are taken from one, like, someone was told, like, someone wrote an article, well, well Diet Coke is, is, is related to weight gain. Totally. I mean, so, so, but then that article turns into, like, a domino effect of a hundred articles. Yes. And that's what people are sending me, and that's what I'm reading, and I'm like, well, yeah. fuck, that's why I'm not losing weight. But you, right, But that's right. not... That, no. So, okay. this is, so this is a really interesting kind of, and this is, this is fully personal opinion. Yeah. But I, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these science industries, like, a lot of STEM is male dominated. Okay, just fact. Like fact. that is I mean that is 70% of of STEM is male. Okay. Um you think about your family physician about that's still around the two thirds range mm-hmm, at least mm-hmm. some some um statistics would call it more like 70%. Okay. Public health officials 80% male. Like this is fact. I mean this we're not fact. this and is not like, opinion. And then think about the differences that maybe have been reported on, you know, in mass media, maybe they haven't. It kind of varies, but or depends on what you read, really. But a lot of what a lot of a lot of what we know to be true about the differences between the male brain and the female brain are that men do focus on one specific area at a time really well, whereas yeah. women can focus on multiple areas right. at a time. When you think about how that applies to the fact mm-hmm. that statistically speaking, if you're a man working in as a biochemical um, researcher, right. you're looking at nutritional biochemistry all day every day. You're gonna you're honing in on one specific pathway that links 
one specific enzyme to another chemical reaction. Right. You're, first of all, your brain is already wired to do that. Right. Like you have no <laughs> so control. So you already have that. that. Right. right. So you've got a man doing a job that he's already wired to do, which is great. But imagine you find a result of a study and then from this one specific area that you've been researching for some time and that you conducted a great trial on, but it's a great trial mm -hmm. in this isolated lab, you go and tell the media of that. Before knowing yes. it from all other right. places. Right. So by contrast, 80% of grocery shoppers are women. Right. How does this translate? Right. Like, how does right? that... But when you think about who brings the food into your home, whether it's you or Matthew, whether right. it is both of you going together... No, it's, it would be me. Exactly. <laughs> it's you. And right. I don't even it's go often. You. Right. Exactly. Right. But it's me. But when, but when, and when you might go, mm -hmm. we wind up with hearing these little sound bites of information taken from science that are that are 100% true. It is true that a study found X. It may right. not be applicable to humans. It may not be applicable in a dose that could possibly be consumed by humans. Got it. It may not be relevant to your current lifestyle. And then on top of all of that, there's a million other factors to consider, like who funded the study, right. How but no one it? thinks about this. But no one knows so, this. And there's also there's also a lot of it that's unknown, right? So like one hundred and and I I went into this a lot, you know, through the beginning of the book. Yeah. So the beginning being the kind of like debunking part right. of the of the book. But I have found that a lot of things that are funded can be great studies. It just depends on their scientific context. Right. So if you're publishing another large-scale review study that's looked at the, that is looking at lots of different clinical trials yeah. and epidemiological studies and you know you're you're using what we know to be more like fact right, about nutrition right. science and basing your findings and and sharing the story of your findings in the context of those other trials that are excellent right. and well done, then that's a great study, even if it's funded by California avocados or Got it's not, it. Right? Got it. So it Got doesn't it. really it doesn't universally make a study good or bad. Okay. It's just that sometimes it it can give you a little bit more context than what you may have had before. Well, because, and that and the problem is that when you're at the grocery store, when you're you're shopping, oh. you're looking for something and you're you think about or you see some article like even I'm guilty and we're all guilty, totally. but I'll read that one article and say, Oh God, this is that. Yeah. This is it. Totally. But because I don't A, I don't have the time. Right. B, it's I don't necessarily think to do it. I'm not gonna go look for ten other studies that back right. that. Right. But if I Who did, I'd probably time. realize right. oh, that's not Exactly. So don't so bottom line, like don't necessarily take everything you read. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, and and I say that as someone who works in journalism, like mm -hmm. I I am certain that you know there's a context for everything, and there's also yes. a responsibility to report what you know what comes your way that you think you could do justice to. Right. That so you the, think that you the, could. I don't think that the intentions are bad. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Like the yeah. scientists or the researchers, right. they're not they're not doing it to like you know, fuck Scare us all people. over or something. Exactly. Right. They're they're just doing their job and telling right. the media and right. then right. the media and does their job. And sometimes look, that is a more exciting article to read. Mm -hmm. The like that X causes Y. Totally. But I would caution any listener and mm -hmm. anyone anywhere that there are certain keywords that make me question something right off the bat, which is proven <laughs> causes. Yeah. Um 
leads to these kind of definitive terms. Right. These, like, this definitely does. But this. how can they do that if it's not? Well, it is, they they were able to prove it in, in the one, one study. Got right. It. So right. so I am always cautious of that, and it's why you know certain industries get away with the supplement industry, for example, yeah. is one that can get away with that. They they aren't overseen by the FDA with the same rigor. Right. So so of course they can get away with saying things like proofs. It's been proven right. to. Right. Well, what do you mean by proven to? Because in in a study that looked at various factors and mm-hmm. that looked at a group of people mm-hmm. and did that did whatever they did right. intervention wise over time or over a period of time and also adjusted the data for yeah. compounders and all of the many sciencey things that would have happened, right? Right. See, <laughs> no one an average right? person's not gonna know this. Right. No one in a field of of scientific research would one hundred percent say the word proven to do something. Really? That's just not how we speak because we can't speak for everyone. And right. we can't speak for, you know, for the fact that if you are born a certain way, that may not work right. for you. This intervention right. may not work for you. Right. So I'm always wary when I see those words. Interesting. Like proven to causes, de- definitely causes X. Those are always things that make me go. Well, mm. it's, um, what is it? It's, um, what is it? Clickbait? Clickbait. Yes. Is that, yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, you're in journalism. Yeah. I write blah. I mean, I get right. it. Like I've right. written like seven ways to, to right. blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I get it. Yeah. But, but just be, you don't, so people shouldn't necessarily take it yes. to heart. Maybe take it with a grain of salt. Maybe That's exactly do your own it. research. It's, if you, it's exactly it. Yeah. It's more like, and, and you don't even have to go that far to do all of that research. You have to think about what makes sense for you. Right, and right. where you can adjust to to generally, and this is going to sound so hackneyed, but but a lot of the stuff in the book is stuff that you may have already known. Yeah, but applied differently. Okay, and, yeah. And so you have to think about how this may apply to your lifestyle, but I always come back to those situational things yeah. and those factors yeah. that come up and the things that we don't see coming that really right. are what make us confused or tripped up. Right. Generally speaking, overwhelming body of research shows that sugar-containing beverages can be, the more you drink of sugar-containing beverages, those can be linked to chronic disease and obesity overarching, you know, sort of general population type of of recommendation is that a non-sugary beverage, so a diet beverage, is not linked in the same got it in the same with the same strength to got all it. of those other things. there are a lot of other exactly. factors so there's com- plenty of other factors right. and if you're someone who drinks right. a diet soda and then therefore orders got you know, it double sundae with fries then Fine. then maybe that might but if it's be just an like it just like make, exactly it's just it's like a it's like a treat it's to me that really was like a treat. Oh, right and <laughs> i don't eat also, with it right. and it, it really is like I hate the term balance because I think that it's become so overused mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and balance is different for everyone. Yeah. But, you know, thinking about some of the fundamentals of like eating food in its closest to nature form is yes. like a really clear way of saying eat the orange, not the orange juice. Or a really right. clear way of saying go for a potato. You can have a potato every day. You can't have French fries right, every day. Right, right. So it's more of like of the, course, what of else course. is going but on But also, like, the Diet Coke isn't the reason. Like, no. that's not. No. You're that's like, never, there's <laughs> never one thing in human beings. 
that's exactly it. <laughs> that it's in that human beings, there is never one, one thing, thing that right. can do it. With drugs, right. with testing drugs, uh, yes. different, different. You, that is tested in a different way, and yes. it's more specific, and yes. you're honing in on a biochemical pathway well, to treat something And, like, specific. people have overdosed on exactly. drugs. I mean, there's so much more. When you, but so so when it comes to medications and and, and drugs that we need in, mm-hmm. in the world and drugs that are approved for safety, they are evaluated in a different way. With nutrition, food is yeah. the framework um, in which we live. You right. know what I mean? Right, so, right. So we can't, we have to look at many factors when we look at food. You totally. can't specifically identify. And, and the average and person, me, the average person is right. looking at the one article that they read on, I'm not going to name it, you know, right. whatever site it is. And, 100%. Okay, so then what about my, I've been to a million nutritionists because like, what? and they all tell me different things. You know, sometimes yeah. I get different things. About my alcohol intake. I got to cut back wine or I'm not going to lose it. What's your take on alcohol? So I, so again, trade off, right? Like it's always a trade. It's always going to be a trade. I, there are very specific populations that, that in the context, again, Mm -hmm. in the context of, let's say if you are drinking wine and all you did all day today was lay down. Right, right. There are, there are things, right? right? Like there's the lifestyle associated with doing those things together. Got it. There's also the idea that, you know, again, I want you and anyone else who's looking to make a change to start where you're at. So, like, right. if that means that, you know, on a on a given Tuesday, right. you do want to lay down and just drink wine, well, same. Sometimes I want to do that, yeah. too, and we can all do that. Right. We just, it's just a question of, like, well, what else – but what else are you going to do tomorrow – and are we doing and the are seven you days doing in a row? The same thing tomorrow. Got it. Exactly. Right. So it's really just about the adjustment. The only thing that I would say about alcohol mm-hmm. um, is that, again, back to I keep harping on the sugary beverage thing. It's fine. But I, can't I like help it. it. It's really just important. Yeah. <laughs> is that it depends on the alcohol. So yeah. whether spirits on the rocks, excellent. Wine. Great. Have have wine in moderation. I hate the word moderation. But I know. Like you're but having a fine. glass, a bottle. No, just, <laughs> just a glass. I can't but finish this bottle. <laughs> right, exactly. A glass a day. But not a daiquiri. Great. But not a daiquiri. And honestly, a daiquiri seems like kind of an obvious one sometimes. Well, it's but is it's it more like a gin and tonic. Is, is You know, tonic has up to right. 20 plus grams of sugar. Like, depending on the size of the so glass. So have a like, club soda with it. Exactly. So right. you've got to think about things that may not seem sweet but are got it so got it and that's not just for health that's also for hangover <laughs> let's get real here that's what yeah, we care about exactly like tomorrow we don't want to be you know laying down again and, because, right right so like we don't want to just kind of shoot ourselves in the foot it's more about like what how does this set you up to at least make make choices that you feel good about right more often so can you lose weight by not by drinking wine if you're drinking wine yeah I I don't drink it every day but I would say drink it whenever I go out to dinner like I'm not gonna deprive I'm not pregnant there's literally no reason not to drink wine um I agree so if you're out to dinner so maybe I drink it three to four nights a week I have a a couple glasses like yeah you can still lose weight yes absolutely that is not the reason for this that's not the one reason it it. might be the one reason in the context of um of the fact that that might be tacking on more because ultimately weight loss comes from calories in calories of out. course right so and the medium to get there changes and there's right. lots of different right. ways to prove the same thing over and over again but but ultimately that's where energy balance and the right. idea of maintaining losing gaining weight comes from right is, is calories in calories out so 
that it's true and and alcohol is metabolized a little bit differently but we will not go there the idea <laughs> next exactly next next time <laughs> next time right. um but the idea about the about the wine is that i think i think wine should come first because wine is amazing uh, and i would <laughs> and rather alcohol, drink than eat and you'd rather drink <laughs> right and i find that most most of my clients like most of my experience has been exactly that yeah and so this is where i would say like especially if it's exactly like what you described yeah. which is really restaurant specific or scenario yes. specific like i don't need out, it at home alone on a monday night exactly right. then then I would cut out, I say skip the grains. It's like one of the mm, techniques mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. in the book, but it's really about skipping the grains. Not because you can't have carbs, not right. because I'm anti, you know, a certain nutrient, right. but because think about where the carbs are in the course of your meal for a second. Right. If they're at the beginning, like a bread basket, right. or if they're, let's say you went out to dinner and you got a burrito, or you okay. got fajitas, or you got tacos. Or you went to sushi and you had rice with your, you know, you had it in a roll. Or you went to, um, you went out for Chinese food and you had fried rice. Right. These are things that grains are often used, particularly at restaurants, as more of the the filler, the bulk. Right. They're more they're more used for bulk than they are for the direct flavor. Right. So, flavor over filler. You want the wine? Flavor go for the filler. flavor. Right? Like, you, you're you here for the guac. It. You know what I mean? Like, we're here for the guac. Why are right. we eating the tortilla chips? Right. right. Yeah, like, the, so it's like, just a, uh, what is it called? A vehicle. It's a vehicle. To a vehicle. Right. But just, right. Eat, so just, right. just, just about Be mindful when you're, like, if I'm out, like, right. I'm going out to dinner later tonight. Like, I'll have wine, but then I right. might, I don't, where are we even going? I think Italian. So, like, I don't necessarily need to eat the pasta, but I could do, like, a chicken dish totally. and have all the things with it, but totally. I don't necessarily Extra need veggies. a bowl of pasta. Right, right. right. Or right. maybe you want pasta tonight, but you're going to load that thing up with veggies, and you're also going to get some grilled shrimp in there or whatever it is. Right, so, right. So you're flipping the ratio. So that's the other thing about dining out is that I always talk about flipping the ratio a lot when right. it comes to how we think about which foods go on our plate because a right. lot of us grew up with this idea of a pyramid or a plate or whatever it is. But more veggies, more often, you're good. Right. More veggies, and more often. And in their closest to nature state Of course. And, and ve- but what about if they're fried. sautéed in oil? <laughs> Great. You just don't want them fried or... I just don't want them breaded and deep fried. Okay. Yeah, and no, I, I just... Like or oil and or like the cured meat. Oh, um, yes. That can be a yes. little bit... Okay. That's... I feel like Jackie is schooling us right now. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm, like, I don't even, I feel a little, like, speechless. Like, I have so much I'm processing right now. Oh, I don't even know if we're covering good. everything I want to cover. I don't even care because mm-hmm. I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Everyone's learning. So, okay. So now tell me, and then we're going to, like, this will take us to the, my favorite part, the yes, rapid fire run. What is your typical day of eating, or is it not, is there no Eat. typical day? Yeah. There's For no me- typical day. For me right now at this phase of life, and, and this is a key point of the book too which is that you're always going to have different phases of life like you're always going to have right. phases like some days you may just want grilled cheese right 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 you right. may just want ice cream and totally you know, those things can be managed and you can go with it to to the extent that you can go with it without feeling like you're sacrificing other things that are priorities to you right so so the odd thing about my current job is that we are getting sent samples all day, every day. Oh, I bet. And in addition to that, we're also... I didn't think about that. We're, we are also testing food products all the time. So right. I eat a lot depending on what I'm testing. I, right. I lived on ice cream for... <laughs> I mean, I 
would say, like, but, I truly had, like, ice cream for lunch, different types of ice cream for lunch for a couple months in there. But were you having gallons cream. of it? or no, no, you're having... You're having... Here's the thing. Ice cream is great because it's a dessert. It's transparent about what it is. Real ice cream. Right. It's not calling itself diet until mm-hmm, somewhat mm-hmm, recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's also, you know, you're getting some fat in there. Yes, you're getting a lot of sugar, but you know it's dessert when you eat ice cream. Right, right. You don't necessarily know it's dessert off the bat when you see something that says macrobiotic, vegan, gluten-free. Makes but me nervous that I'm going to know what that means. Right. the sugar uh, in that yes. product, right? So at least so for me, like building, knowing, you know, coming from my background, like I know what I kind of need and where I am on that satiety scale in terms of like, all right, I'm I'm satisfied. I've had enough ice cream. Meanwhile, now I never want to see ice cream. Again, right, you're not you're sick of it. That, right. that is another thing, and I, I also talk about this in the book, which is that like the more exposure you have to things that you may have forbidden in the past, mm-hmm. the more likely you are to to neutralize them and to take their power away the right. more they're around. But the more you, That's kind you, of an you deprive yourself, exactly. you're going to exactly. want it more and more. Why wouldn't 100%. you want it more and more? 100%. I mean, so, yeah. There's always, so you can go through different phases. So my typical day, yeah, I definitely, I am definitely subscribing to my own advice. Like breakfast, breakfast is in every two day. Parts. Yeah, but it's always in two parts. It's okay. always something at home and something at work. Okay. So what would 100%. that be? Like an example. So I have been really into matcha recently, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. little bit. You know, erring on the side of wellnessy. I was gonna just say it's but very yes, trendy. Very, <laughs> very trendy. But I'm I love a good um, cappuccino. I love a whole okay. cappuccino. But I usually recommend that at breakfast time you're going for the latte so that you can okay. get that amount of protein in. Got it. Okay. Um, so I'll go for probably a matcha latte or a regular latte okay. in the morning, and I'll have that at home while I get ready. And I will usually have about a tablespoon or two, depending on the day and yeah. depending on where I'm headed next. Of nut butter, got so it. Like okay, peanut butter. I have twelve different types. You can have all the, any all. any kind of nut totally. butter. Okay, and, and why do I do that? Is really because I love it, and also because it's the fastest. I've like got a spoon hanging out of my mouth. But it's also great nutrients, right? Like, yeah, and you're like really, doing your like exactly. mascara, like exactly. So so bottom line being, it doesn't have to look like what you think it should look like right, or what like right. it's looked like on TV right. for years and years or right. what we grew up wanting it to look like. Totally. Sometimes it can mean that I'm hard boiling a couple eggs that are about to go bad and I'm like, <laughs> I better use these. They're going away. <laughs> and I'm eating an egg over my sink with the mascara wand. You know, so like, like it can change. It right. changes shape. Totally. You don't but have to like make a whole always, full court, right. a full gourmet exactly. meal. Exactly. It does not have to be like a, a quiche. Like you okay. don't have to be making brunch I love quiches, but I don't know how to make Wonderful. that. Wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> That's a, right. It's a beautiful weekend project. Yes, it it doesn't project. have to be an everyday so, project. But when you're at your apartment, you are probably a, a yes. latte and, and uh, some nut butter. Totally. And or, or I am the same person as so many people I have heard from before, which is, what can I eat with one hand? I really, like, I go through phases with mm-hmm. bars, too. Like, I like, I yeah. love bars. Um, I love an RX bar in the morning. Yes. I think those are delicious. Yeah, those I are good. peanut butter one, of course. Right. Um, I also love Kind Bars. I'll always love those. I just yeah. think the nuts and spices ones are great. Uh, yeah. I'll sometimes have that in the morning. I will, sometimes I will truly, like, I will have a couple peanut M&Ms because I need some peanut M&Ms need, in the morning. I'm going to get so a little protein from those, and I'm not that's mad your, about it. That's your but thing, yeah. candy is my thing. So I'll take away the sugar from everything else I in see. order to eat candy. Eat the candy. Um, and I'm a big and, fan of that because here's, a, like, it doesn't hold any power over me anymore. Or right. Or as it would have, you know, in my 
in, even in my 20s, I guess, like even before grad school, like it, once once these things become normal and around you all the time, right. they lose their kind of sex appeal. Exactly, you know? exactly. Like it's not well, you want what like you can't have. Right. Like so. I can have a handful and I'm good. You're fine. Like, right. That's great. Right. That's not, a handful of M&Ms is not going right. to make you right. gain all the weight. Exactly. Right. There's never Ten a handfuls might. Right. <laughs> but. Or really ten handfuls in addition to everything else. But like it's really about like right. when we talk right. about those things and we talk about things that are more nutritious or less nutritious, it's almost like we lose sight of the fact that one food or one food group or one nutrient is only as good or bad as everything else in the course of your day and only Got it. and only as good or bad in the course of your day over time. One day is not going to make or break you. True, right, right, One week right. is really not going to make or break you. It's right. really about what you do over the course of time right. consistently that, that has an That effect. would maybe. Okay, so then, so what would you have at the office then? Like, what's so your next thing? at the thing? office, so another one of, another good example of something that, that right now we're talking <laughs> is popcorn. So, like, I, I, I mean, popcorn. and popcorn, you can really eat quite a lot of popcorn. Oh, I could eat 10 bags. Exactly. So, so I will always have, so basically my whole day is a consistent stream of snacks. That's how Got I describe it. Got it. But good, like in a what good way. snacks they are vary. Okay. And I have vetted all of the ones that I would be testing for a nutritional value. Right. Ahead. So it's really, I'm just the taste tester. Here. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, okay. So things that come, um, one thing I will say, the, the one thing that is consistent about every single day, and this has been true for years now, and I don't even know why, because there's so <laughs> many other things to eat. There's plenty of other right, things right. to eat. But I love cheese and an apple every day. I will have that at some point. So what kind of cheese are we day. talking? Oh, God. What kind of oh. cheese aren't we talking? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what's not every cheese? So this will vary sometimes. Some days I, I mean, right now I'm in kind of a Havarti phase. And okay. I can't even call it a phase anymore. It's more like a year. It's the year I, I, of Havarti. <laughs> So how so how do you like is it a, is it a, a block slice, of it and I or, like to like, put I, well a slice or two depends on how thick the slice is really for me okay and depends on again what else I've been eating throughout right, the day right. so if I'm really not that hungry it'll be one little slice got of it got it got it slice of a party and a mini apple if I'm got it from all the ice cream. <laughs> lactose um or some days it'll be like great manchego that we have at the office that we that you know is being tested in the kitchen or something that is um but you're not eating the whole chunk of cheese it's like a couple it's a couple this isn't a wheel right this is a slice it's not a a wheel it's a good slice slice. with your apple and and it's like and you're satisfied like that's so that's okay i love it that is a great combo it's also a great way to think about about snacks in general is that 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 nutritional makeup of yeah. the protein from the cheese because cheese can be really high in protein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Parmesan cheese, for example, is up to nine grams. Like that's fantastic. Like, so it's a good. A it's good because right. I love cheese. And when my when yes. my past nutritionists have said no dairy, I'm like I will fucking kick oh, you. No, what? I will kick you. I don't know who would say that. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. That's the thing. Like if if you feel like dairy bothers you in high amounts. Like but it if you doesn't. Feel like it I mean, I'm not. Because of your stomach. Like, I'm not then, bothered by okay, it. Then I'm not bothered by it either. <laughs> I mean, I probably was bothered by it when I was eating ice cream throughout the day. That probably was not good for my intestines. No. But, but that's not a normal that's day. That's a normal day. That, okay. <laughs> so that's, okay. What, okay, tell us, what would be a good dinner? Okay, like, what do you so eat for dinner? I am always fond <laughs> I'm always fond of a shortcut. I sound like now I'm like gonna get my biscuit and sit in my chair with some English breakfast. Tea. I like shortcuts though because I don't like doing oh, all the shit. Yeah, I'm Do all you about cook a, a lot? I 
It's, well, you probably like cooking. Define it as cooking. I I wouldn't define this as like this is not not I'm gourmet. Not home recipe testing. Although last week I recipe tested black bean brownies and that didn't go over well. In, oh, it in didn't work. I was like, oh, is that good? Yeah, <laughs> not <no>. good. Okay. <laughs> but um, actually, these were these are really good. But they they are better eaten as in their raw form than they would be I baked see. wasn't really like my best call on okay so anyway okay we didn't like that anyway <laughs> i digress so dinner is always veggies as the staple so depending okay. on whatever i'm making maybe it's fish maybe it's um i'm really into chickpea pasta i'm really Ooh. into sometimes just bonza what's that shit called i love bonza i love tolerant i love um i love bird's eye fresh is making these that is pastas oh my god i'm like so excited to go to the grocery so, um i love those so much and i love uh green giant and bird's eye are and and also cauliflower like these these cauliflower yeah, 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 crusted yeah. pizzas or pastas. but you can't eat the whole thing or no, like how, what do you like you're you have a serve so much fiber in there that it's self limiting you'll, you'll yeah yeah so so a, a serving of pasta yes. yeah with a your serving chicken is about that two ounces sometimes I'm having less because frankly. Yeah. If you are eating consistently, you're yeah. often not that hungry, which is for me, mm-hmm. like, from the time, like, as as a part of my daily life, like, from the time I wake up until the time I'm right. done for right. the day, I am snacking as sort of, like, a part of, like, Got I it. have to know what certain products taste like. You're not, like, gouging your, right. like, you're it's not, a, like, stuffing a, your face. Exactly. Then. Got it. Exactly. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, so I will have usually some iteration, and I call it veggie palooza. Like Ooh. I'm like always like using up the contents of the fridge or freezer. But you love it, like what. you love because because I and I love it because there are so many more fun ways to eat <laughs> vegetables than with sad wilted lettuce with dressing on the side. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, we're right. We're sort of trained this way. Well, and the way. steamed veggies I hate. Oh, I need God, a little no. oil. We need and some oil and peppers I need some and garlic. Garlic and, peppers. Yeah. I need some olive oil or maybe it's butter yeah butter's okay well it's a good <laughs> fat right? isn't that a good butter, something or other well, butter's fine i mean they fat is fat is fat the point is that like the plant-based oils have a lot more antioxidants just right because they came from a plant i don't even understand an antioxidants i don't right. even know like, what that means like no i keep reading right, about it. i'm like right. i don't know if i'm eating the antioxidants. Right, i don't know are. i'm like, sure that you are. <laughs> first of all we're having wine so we're having antioxidants there you go exactly so Bottom line is, like, you make eating healthy and, like, or not even eating healthy. I'm not going to say that. Like, you, like, make, like, losing weight and just being, like, normal. Like, you're not – there's so many things out there. I mean, Instagram is a – I'm – no, I'm a – Absolutely. You look at Instagram and you look at all these girls doing different diets and things and high fiber and low carb and this, that, and it's it's a lot. Right. It's a lot. And it's – and I remind us all – all the time, mm-hmm. which is that even if it's working for this person for for three years, this is a three year period of life, right? Or right. this is a five yeah. year, or this is a three minute. Like right. we don't, we're not, we can't right. judge other people that way because we just don't know. Like we can't judge ourselves that way because one day can be different from the next. Right. So it's really just all about the context. Ultimately, anytime you're restricting any specific nutrient or food group that you're restricting for the sake of restriction, right, not right. for the sake of, oh, I can't eat that because I right. feel sick, right. that's a different story. Right. This is about restriction because you think you're doing something virtuous or you think you're doing something that will lead to weight loss eventually. Right. Anytime you do that, you're setting yourself up to yep. ultimately just Fail. go nuts on that specific food. Of and then to return to the same cycle of restricting I, in order to finish. I mean, I can't tell you how many of my friends have have or are doing 
keep keto, keto. um super uh what's another whole 30 is a big yeah. thing uh i mean all and, and weight watchers but the thing is that these companies good for them because their marketing's great it's i mean brilliant. they're it's killing brilliant. it they're killing it's it brilliant. but yeah. it's it's just it sucks because you don't end up uh, who you don't you're a diet cycle. doesn't let's right right, right you right, wind up right, on a little right. bit of a treadmill okay so right okay yeah. so you're you basically just like changed my life so bottom line <sighs> okay and everyone like you need to read this book so now because so i could so i got this book because i've been out of town i know you sensed earlier yeah. but i got i just got back in town not even a week ago and i got so i haven't been able to read the whole oh, thing so i'm so excited to read the whole I'm thing okay but now we have to do rapid fire round let's i do don't it. finish my podcast okay. without it so let's do it Jackie doesn't know any of these questions, and you have first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. I'll start easy. Favorite restaurant in the city? Maybe it's not so easy. <laughs> it's probably not so easy for her. <laughs> okay. There is a sushi restaurant on the Upper West Side called Sushi Yasaka that has easily the best salmon I have ever had. Ooh. It's unbelievable. Sushi Asaka? Yasaka. Yasaka. Yes. Okay. Um, wait, but I don't want to, I mean, that's my answer, but okay. <laughs> You know what I always love? I can't help it. I'm just always going to love it. Westville. I'm sorry. You can take take <laughs> a Michelin star, whatever. It, I don't care. It's not as good as Westville. Westville's always What's excellent. your order? Veggie market plate. Okay. Market plate, and usually I will fill up whatever cheese is going on in the market plate so that I can have some extra protein because by that time, like when I'm usually ordering Westville, it's typically for dinner in which case okay. I need a little more protein for me. Okay. Um, so I will either add the zucchini, okay. tomatoes, yep. and mozzarella so that I have the protein from the mozzarella. And my favorite thing on that menu is yeah. those artichokes, which I oh. cannot. I've tried to and recreate them. now I want them. it now. <laughs> I know. I have tried to recreate those artichokes Not so possible. much at home. I cannot get there. I'll never get there. But you've tried. But you've it's tried. a life goal. <laughs> That is her, that is gonna happen to before eat she dies. More of those that I make at home can't do it. But okay, but that would okay because I have Westville. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay, so um, if someone played you in a movie, who would it be? I know, but it's oh, my favorite. Oh, somebody played me. Yeah. Okay, Larry Either. David. Larry. Oh. <laughs> Usually it's Final like answer. either based on like looking like or an yeah. aura, but okay, Larry yeah. David. A thousand percent. Okay, and what would the movie be called? It would be called Curve Your Breaded and Deep Fried Food. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Wait, can someone I sign that this needs to happen? Or maybe like Stop Deep Frying Your Computer Mouse at 4 p.m. Like that kind of. Oh my God, I love you. This needs to happen. Yeah, wait. Should we call him? Let's call him. Let's call him. Yeah. Or, or I will say that the beginning of the book talks a lot about the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall because mm. one of the main strategies is actually based off of that movie. Which is, I love that movie I love so that much. movie so much. There's so much good stuff in that movie. So maybe there's some tie so in maybe, there. maybe Jason Siegel. So you don't want a female playing you. Kristen, I mean, I'd love it if it were Kristen Bell. But, right. You know, like, we're not going to be upset with like it. Life goals. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen Bell, please play me in a movie. <laughs> movie. I can yeah. see that. I can. I, I like it. I like it. Okay. okay. What, um, if you could have drinks with anyone, anyone, living or dead, who would it be? She's thinking. God, I know. It's hard. It's hard. Living or dead. It doesn't matter. Conan O'Brien. Ooh. That's a recent one. Really? Do we have like a crush? I love like, his. I love his podcast. I think that you know, I haven't listened to his I podcast. I think you will love it. I think you will love it. I think that Are his you sense gonna... of humor is my sense of humor, and but... I would. I'd love to meet you, Conan. And you want to have a drink with him, <laughs> I know, or really or a meal, whatever he wants, you yes. will do. 
Yeah, he wants to have something breaded and deep fried. I say there's a time and place for everything. That would be worth and breaded. that would be worth it. Right, that's the worthwhile occasion. Uh, that, if you're with Conan O'Brien, that's, that's... Conan, if you're listening, that, that is... Let's have a chicken wing and a glass of wine. Who is your celebrity crush? Is it Conan O'Brien? Oh my God, it's Adam Levine, oh. which is so unpopular right now. But I no, just will, I, yesterday, Is it because of the Super Bowl? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, In forever, fact, forever. if anything, the Super Bowl didn't really help things with us. Turn it off a little bit. Like, <laughs> your, your relationship ended, but, died for a minute. Yeah. But, it, but just for a minute, because it, it's back on immediately following Has this been forever? Has, forever. Is it, yeah. what is it about him? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, you really are, just, like, like, love really him. just the, the, this little nice Jewish boy from L.A. Yeah. that uh, has a lot of tattoos. I don't I, know I really, that. I don't even know why I love him so much. There's just something about There's it. something, and it's, it's always like been. Really so is that it. is that your hall pass if you were yes. to, like, 100%. and does your boyfriend know? Yes, he knows. In so, fact, he was making quite a lot of fun of me <laughs> as we watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> he was like, this this is your hall pass. You this Were you dying screen. at the Super Bowl? No, or, I, I really was. I just felt more like this, my face. I mean, and, and your listeners can't really see my face right now. But it was more like... Like, confused. Like, I was like, what? what's really happening right now? Have you ever met him? Like, do no, you know him no. in any way, shape, or form? No. If he walked in this room right now, I mean, your boyfriend would be fine if you, you Oh, know. yeah. I think he would, I think he'd get it. But, I think he, he would understand. <laughs> yeah. I think he would be like, sure. Okay, you know, so. You that somebody. I mean, he does have a lot of tattoos. I'm telling you, I had a dream I put on my Instagram stories yesterday that I got, like, I've had dreams about tattoos <laughs> since this fucking Super Bowl, and I didn't even watch this fucking Super Bowl. And it's four days later, and we're like, what about tattoos? But what is, <laughs> like, what he he is beyond. I, mean, I know. Yeah, there's just something Yeah, really there's something about Wait, him. What is yours? What would you say yours is? It's a great question. I've gotten asked this once, like, on a podcast yeah. where they flipped it on me. So this is embarrassing. Have you seen Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect 2 or 3? Yeah, any yeah. of them. Okay, I can't picture. Okay, can't. main guy, the, okay. not not boomer, not the funny, yeah. not not, but the but one that I'm like was go, with I'm Anna Kendrick. Boomer. Oh yeah, oh I see that. That's it's so not like first of all, I feel like I'm 12 yeah. because he's like a like a, a crush, a, like a little like oh teeny bopper crush. But the way he is when he sings and dances, I kind of wanna. Yeah, go I there. totally get yeah. it. Yeah, I totally. So get I that. would say him or because of a star is born, Bradley Cooper. Oh my god, do you what agree? A great movie, totally I mean, agree. I mean, totally agree, but like. Maybe the entire cast is right. like the hall pass. Like, can, can they just all be the hall pass? Everyone Do you movie. fully think that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are having sex? I I really think that there is no way to get that chemistry without Thank maybe you. Thank you. either having sex or being about to have. Like, you are. But they're both married or. Sex. Yes, but yes. they're both like not single. Right. But I'm telling 100%. you, if they're not fucking. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Then Adam Levine doesn't have a tattoo of California across his body. I love yes. you. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. Do pigs walk? Is that right. the, is that the? I don't know. If that's then the thing. Our pigs fly. They're doing everything. Pigs are cooking. Who knows? I can't. I yeah. Your favorite workout? Oh, this is a new one for me. So. Ooh. So I, so maybe this is how long ago it was. This is 10, when Julie and I met. Yeah, this is when we met. Like 20 years? No, it wasn't. Yeah, right. we were in 10 the 10 years ago. Yeah. But it's, it feels like it. But um, so I, so I ran one marathon. I Go, checked girl. it off my bucket list. Okay. And I was done. And I was doing everything. Never going to do it anything again. Anything else, anything and everything else I was really into. Now, 
because Ooh. I have discovered an entire world of audiobooks and podcasts yeah. like yours, Hashtag no filter. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Let's just one more time. Hashtag no filter. Exactly. <laughs> Are you subscribed? No. Okay. Great. But because I've found this and I've also invested in Apple AirPods. Yes. I just, same thing. Just got it for my birthday. game changer. So now I used to, so recent, more recently I'd been into like some of these boutique fitness classes. Yeah. Like, yeah. SoulCycle or Barry's Bootcamp, and now yeah. I'm just like, where can I walk? And if it's cold outside, I'm going downstairs to get on the treadmill. So you so like walking? Listen, oh, listen. Walk, run, run, whatever. Combination it is. of the two, whatever it is that gets me moving to, in order to as listen the vehicle, to be, basically right. like a vehicle, like, like, like the chips, chip. <laughs> right? Exactly, as the vehicle to get me to listen to something and give get like an hour or forty five minutes or a half an hour, however much I can afford yeah. in a day, like to squeeze in. That's what. But I that's a perfect worker. Like walking and it's running is great. Right. You don't need to right. spend the money on exactly. these boutique things if you can't or whatever 100%. it is. You Got just it. need to move more than you're moving. Currently. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> in currently. this moment. Yes. Okay. Tell me. Well, you kind of just answered. I was going to say your number one bucket list item. Was it the marathon? Oh, bucket list. Um, My number one bucket list item. Somewhere you want to go or do something you want to do, a person you want to meet. This is a great question. She's thinking very hard I right now. I am thinking very hard. I don't know them. If you don't have one, it's okay. But but there's got to be one because here's the thing. If I don't answer it now, I'm going to ruminate on this. She's literally going home now. It's sort of the problem. My number one bucket list item would be to – to oh. Oh. This is an attainable one, but it's like – it's attainable, but it doesn't feel attainable right now, so I'm going to call it bucket list. It would be to fully check out from my phone or email or, mm. like, to not be reachable for, like, let's say it's a week or a month. Like, something, oh, some kind wow. of, like, sustainable period of time where, like, I could Do you like, think you I could, could do it? Do I don't. I don't <laughs> think right now. I don't think right now. No, right, right, I right. Think, I think in, that, in like, time. it's not right. I, hope, I would love to I'm be able sure, to. And, by the way, there are there is so much to be said for that, both research-based and just from the perspective of like what a luxury that would be yes. to feel disconnected, and I know that it's possible, and I know that we tend to get like really obsessed yeah. and really oh, I'm addicted. Own, I'm addicted. Right in our all sorts of tech, but like right, you know the audio, the audio book kind of self care practice that right. came of that is something that I really love. I'd want to keep that if I could. Okay, I see. But you don't want to necessarily be reachable by text, email, or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Right, or feel anxious about not having responded or not having reached out or not having taken that on. So you would love that if you, like you would be fine if you were on like a a deserted, yes. a week vacation from technology. From technology. Whether it's a desert island or it is you know, in the middle of whatever city I've never right. been to. As, as, as long as there's no, okay, mm-hmm. that's a great bucket list mm-hmm. item. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love it. What qu- quote or motto, one of your favorites that you always try to live by? MAPTO. Excuse so me? MAPTO. <laughs> I don't know this so one. So MAPTO is an acronym and it is, so I lost my dad last year. 
I'm so and sorry. I didn't know that. And Nacto is his, so I Aww. borrow it from him, and it's mental. It's it's it sounds really extreme. First of all, I will place the caveat on this with the, it sounds extreme, but it's yeah. not. Okay. It's, it stands for mental and physical toughness, and I also don't really totally understand. We used to challenge him, my sisters and I, on the O at the end. I was just gonna ask, what's the O? Yeah, I, I think it was just nicer than mapped. <laughs> I see maptose. Okay, but, so okay. But and tough is T O. Yeah, yeah okay. and it's really about and like and I think like for me and the way that I have used that kind of acronym in my life is right. like it's not like this isn't a boot camp type of thing. Like it's about mental and physical toughness in terms of like your resilience, like your yeah. ability to bounce back. Yeah, like, we're all gonna have crap go on yep. every yep. single day, every hour, and some yeah. days like it's even every minute, every minute, and, right. And MAPTO is like the fundamentals. You bounce back no matter what. I love that. You you are resilient enough to do anything. So are you? You're thinking anytime something goes somewhat awry, that is your trying to live and breathe it. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, I love that. I kind of want to like end on that, and the next one's going to be so not. I have my right exactly. If we got tattoos, we would have maybe a sleeve of that. He, like he would not be happy about this, <laughs> <laughs> right? But what if Adam Levine went with you to get the tattoo? Then, then I feel like that might have some type of rationale <laughs> for us, at least, at, le- at least between us. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay. What would you say is your guilty pleasure? Your oh. vice. Oh my God! It's the Real Housewives of New York. Oh. I don't even feel guilty about it. I no, am, yeah, don't feel guilty. I about am that. unabashedly in love with the entire thing. Like obsessed, I just like thing. soup to nuts. Every character or wow. character—they're not characters. They're not characters. They're people. They're people. Yikes. <laughs> Every moment, I live for the moment. I can't wait. I can't wait for this next season. Wow. I'm literally counting down the days. Like, if you saw them on the street, would you be starstruck? Oh, more so maybe than than somebody that is. A celebrity. This is so pathetic that, like, more so than I would be of, like, someone that has been touted for their star power because I feel like, because I grew up in New York, so, like, a a lot of, like, we would see a lot of celebrities, a lot of, uh, you know, more often than you think, and it becomes a little bit, like, there are people, too. Like, everyone's just a person. A reality star now, it's sort of, like, redundant. Like, it's almost redundant. Like, it's almost, like, a stereotype of, of... a celebrity mm. has become the reality star kind of thing. Yes, so yes. It, which is crazy to crazy, think about, crazy. but it's also, like, a hilarious moment. Like, like I mean, I just... Can you love, have you ever met any of them? No. Would you love to? I have met one of them. I have met one of them randomly, very randomly. Were you excited? At, at work, and it was unexpected. <sighs> and so I didn't really get to be... I didn't get the moment of, like, that anticipation of, like, right. oh, my God, I'm going to meet. But, um... But I will say that there was, I, I don't know, yeah, I don't know that I can really say this. It really was just that an animal was unleashed in the offices, which is not really allowed unless you get them kind of like signed in. So I, I, I see, I, I see, okay. But I will say that it was a unique experience and I felt at the time like I was I was actually on a deadline for the book, so oh I gosh. was like in hyper focus mode. Oh, so like he wasn't in like in the weeds with the science and like, oh my goodness, like how am I going to get out of this? And so I didn't get the joy of anticipation or the excitement of being like, right. oh my god, 
God, what are you doing here? Like, I, I didn't see. really get to have that moment. But if you had Adam Levine and this housewife right here, would you die? I would, I would, I would be like, "Where's the countess?" Like, I like find me the countess because I just want to sit and chat, and we wouldn't be able to have wine. Why? But we would have some because you know she like the countess had to go. She oh, twice, I thought we were talking I mean, about. Like, Adam. I thought we were talking about them. I didn't know that they. I was like, "Does Adam not know, drink? Maybe he doesn't. I, I don't know." I know. I know. I mean, like, I would I love- to go start. In fact, I may even just do that for an hour tonight. Is like start at season one. Would you really go like that's like the, having? The what is your boyfriend gonna say? He's gonna judge until <laughs> until I leave the I leave the room for one moment. I just go get some tissues. Like I go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go get a snack. And I'm gonna find him literally glued, like, like not like unable to move. Like, oh, so he is, loves it. He is, loves no, it. He loves it. He wanted. He will never admit it, but I'm certain he loves it. Of course. Yeah. It's like when Matthew's like, I'm not going to watch The Bachelor. It's the stupidest oh. shit I've ever seen. Oh. He will sit and watch The Bachelor, and he loves it. Michael loves The Bachelor, and he doesn't know it yet. Oh, he has never watched <laughs> no, it? He's watched. He watched maybe twice. I think it was two years ago. I think it was when we first started dating, and I was like, you will like this. No. like You must like this. Matthew yeah. fully – I think Matthew more likes the drama of it, like the, oh, they're fighting or whatever, whatever it is. I'm like, you love this more than I love this. 100%. I've yeah. never – I have yeah. – I think that this is sort of like one of those rare secrets that men love The Bachelor mm-hmm. more than women do. 100%. I mean, it's the best. The, uh, are you kidding? Do you, are you watching this season? I'm are you, not watching I mean, you've been busy. Season. You just like had a book. I had a book because it was a baby. You had a, had book. a baby. Had a book baby. <laughs> Whatever um, it was. No, I haven't watched the season. Should I? Is the question? No, I'm not super into him, but I still can't. I can't turn away. Like yeah. it's it's a drug. It oh, is. 100%. I'm addicted. I know. And I know. I, it is what it is. It's, for me, it's, it's really a social experience. Like if yes. I am watching The Bachelor with lots of people. Like with my my group of high school yeah. friends, we used to watch it every single Monday night. We were committed to this. Oh. When we all had when our schedules allowed, and that was the day for it. It was the best. So it yes. was more of the social experience, but also. We like to compete. We're very aggressive right. about the competition. Right, <laughs> totally. I to- mean, you've got to really so get in the game. They do. Um, what is the football thing? Um, uh, uh, the, the um, <laughs> I know. The, fantasy, yeah. fantasy football. What the fuck is going on? Um, love it. Okay, final question. Yes. Favorite way to spend a Saturday oh in the city? God. Okay, what dream Saturday? Okay, it would be sleeping in as late as possible, which for me varies based on literally the Saturday. So right. sometimes that's as late as possible is seven, and some days as late as possible is two or three. Amazing. Truly. I love it. So, I like, it, it can be any of that. Um, and a really good brunch. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what, where I would say for that. Yeah. I'm back to the best restaurant in the city. Um, or, like, my favorite Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe it would be, oh my goodness, this is really hard. I think it would be, right, recently it's been this restaurant that is um, across, <laughs> it is across the street from my apartment, which sounds like the laziest thing in the no, world. No, but that's amazing but like, if it's a great restaurant. It's really excellent, and okay. it is, and I've blanked on the name completely, but it is your classic, like, you will go there and get an right. awesome omelet with gruyere and vegetables and french fries and have that's your meal like meal and maybe you'll have some wine or you'll have i had last week we went for dinner there and i had the omelet because i love a good breakfast uh, yeah and a 
little bit of bourbon on the rocks. Oh. Bullet. It was fantastic. Look at that. It was a great meal. Right. Beautiful. Okay. And I would love to do that on a Saturday day. Day. Okay. I was running around like a lunatic during the day. So that's night. What's your night? And then your night is? Yeah, my night is something really excellent on TV to (laughs) binge watch. (laughs) Because. It's not. We're not going out to the clubs. I wish, but no. No. Yeah, no, I don't wish at all. (laughs) Yeah, so it would be like. Exactly. So it would be like uh, late dinner somewhere lighter after walking around with with the dogs. And. and then, yeah, and then a late dinner. A late dinner. And, like, I'm, I'm picturing the scenario, by the way, when you said this, I automatically, like, my brain went to summer where I was having both of those meals I just mentioned yes. outside. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Dogs, so like, this is maybe my best nugget day in, in the summer. Yeah. Yes. This is a summer day. I love this. I love this. I like this. that we're having this conversation. It had just so it, happened. It, we are so far from summer. It's not <laughs> summer right now. It's actually, like, February, first week of February. Um, okay, this was so fun. I want to keep talking, I but, I mean, I guess that we can't. But I want you to stay here forever. Really? Where can everyone follow you okay. if they're not so already? Follow so on Twitter and Instagram, yeah. it's Jacqueline London R D. So it's J A C L Y N. Right. Uh, London like the city like as we discussed. Yeah. And R D. And then um yeah. Yeah. Twitter Those are the main That's places. That's the main places. And the book is at dressingonthesidebook.com. Yes. Or on Amazon. Or just go straight to the Amazon. And, and if they go to it, Good Housekeeping, I mean obviously yes. you and are good housekeeping, all over there. um I post, I am on regularly on the right. site and in the magazine. Love it. Um, this was, a, thank you so much. I feel like you so just fun. schooled us on nutrition. But by the book, now I'm like so excited. I'm literally, this is my yeah. weekend reading. I'm holding oh, it and I'm hugging so it. Girl. Only because I didn't have time because I only, because I, I got back in town and then I'm like, I can't, I can't read it. But yes, I was no, like, oh my I God, I love it. it. And I suggest to any so audiobook lovers that I also oh. narrated the book so I, if you're annoyed you? by me, take a break from me. I understand. No, <laughs> I'm not. You have a great voice for this. No, but I just like I feel like there's so much like so many good nuggets of wisdom totally. that you don't get. I, I I just feel like you changed my life right now. Aww. Actually, like in terms of like nutrition. Anyway, so Jackie's gonna drink more wine because I've chugged a lot, but she's had to talk more, so it's yeah. different. Anyway, okay, so follow Jackie on all the things. You can always follow me at Julie Lauren fourteen. Thank you so much for doing this. So this was awesome. This was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll be back very soon. Bye.